0: a Kappa and a good chinwag? The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Question. How long do you expect a marriage to last in which the husband and wife barely communicate? How well do you expect that marriage to handle all the stresses and strains of life? That's pretty obvious, isn't it? That marriage is headed for a crash and burn. So how much spiritual victory then do you expect a person who doesn't communicate regularly with God to have in their lives? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today on the program, we're going to be taking a look at your prayer life. From a different perspective. For many Christians, prayer is one of those uh, optional extras. It's something we fit in now and then when we can. And it seems that we're especially good at fitting in a quick prayer when things aren't going so well. Oh God, please help me. Oh God, please stop the pain. Oh God, when are you finally going to show up? (laughs) Sound familiar? Imagine that someone you love only ever talks to you when they're in trouble. It wouldn't make for much of a relationship now, would it? I wonder sometimes if we don't have a completely wrong view of prayer because the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches us about is the sort that has powerful results. Let me say that again, just in case you missed it. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches us about is the sort that has powerful results. Now, when you think of it that way, you have to ask yourself, so why do I keep banging my head up against a brick wall? Here's how Jesus put it, John chapter 15, verse 7. He said that if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. In other words, if we're close to his heart, if we know what he wants, then our desires will be aligned with his. And in that context, we can ask him for whatever we wish and it will be done for us. That's a powerful statement. And when we live that out in our lives, it yields powerful results. We're in the middle of a series of messages called Your Road to Spiritual Victory because that's what God wants for you, for your life, spiritual victory. And as I said at the beginning of this program, you can't have that sort of victory if you don't spend time in prayer. I mean, you just can't. So many of Christ's followers want spiritual victory, but they're too busy to pray. (laughs) That's about as smart as the couple who want to have a great marriage, but are too busy to talk to one another about the things in life that really matter as though that was somehow going to work. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Bernie, that's great for you, but I don't have the sort of faith that you need to get powerful results through my prayer. Well, you're not alone. I know many a Christian who firmly believes that they don't have enough faith to go and ask God for the things they need, for the help they need, and for the victory they need. It turns out that these people have more than enough faith to believe that they don't have enough faith but not enough faith to believe that their loving, powerful God could give them the breakthrough that they so desperately need. I mean, when you put it like that, it it sounds crazy, but that's exactly what's going on here. Now, let me warn you, I'm one of these, these crazy nutcases who takes Jesus at his word. In other words, if Jesus said it, it's not just true, but it's actually true for me. So what did Jesus say about how much faith that you and I need to overcome a whopping great obstacle that's in our road? Matthew chapter 17, verses 19 and 20. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, How come we couldn't cast the demon out? And he said to them, Because of your little faith. Look, truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Get up, move from here, over there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. Did you get that? Nothing will be impossible for you. The answer to how much faith you need is that faith the size of a mustard seed, which was the tiniest of all seeds known to humankind when Jesus was walking this earth, faith the size of a mustard seed is more than enough to move the mountain, to move the obstacle. That's what Jesus said. Question is, will you take him at his word? Because it's not about the size of your faith. It's about the size of your God. A God who is so powerful that he created the universe. Have a listen to this beautiful and powerful truth. Psalm 33, verses 6 to 9. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? By the word of the Lord... The heavens were made, and all their host by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea as in a bottle. He put the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. When you and I are praying, that's the God we're praying to. The God who created the whole universe, a trillion, trillion stars, by the breath of his mouth. Do you think that he doesn't have the power to deliver on his promises? Really? And yet he's the very same God who wants to hear the deepest thoughts and secrets of our hearts. He is the God who delights in the intimacy of prayer. He wants a relationship, a real conversation. The sort of prayer I was taught about when I was growing up was, was formal prayer. Kneel down, bow your head, clasp your hands together, and then come up with some really sensible words, maybe words that someone else wrote for you. The problem is, though, that that's not the sort of prayer that the Bible talks about at all. Jesus, just before he was crucified, we're told, threw himself on the ground and prayed. He poured his heart out to his Father in heaven. He told his dad exactly what he was thinking and feeling. Matthew chapter 26, verse 39. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not my will, but let your will be done. Think about it. God loves you more than words can possibly ever say. And when you love someone that much, you want them to be real with you. You want them to pour their hearts out to you to tell you what's really going on, right? It's exactly what Jesus did when he was under that terrible stress of being crucified. Well, your dad in heaven wants the same. Your dad in heaven wants your quiet times of prayer as the most intimate moments that you and I will ever have with God. But prayer isn't just a one-sided conversation. I know this is going to shock you. It shocked me too, I have to tell you. But prayer is more, so much more, than just rattling off your shopping list to God. Now, don't get me wrong, I absolutely believe in asking God for his blessings because without his blessing, nothing I do is going to amount to very much at all. But if our prayer is a monologue instead of a dialogue, then it's not much of a relationship, is it? If our prayer is a one-sided conversation, us talking at God, then just imagine what we're missing out on. Just imagine what God thinks of that. Hearing the voice of God, hearing God speaking back to us, that's what the Holy Spirit is. Is ready, willing, and able to do. Have a listen to what Jesus has to say about hearing his voice. John chapter 10, verses 1 to 4. Very truly I tell you, anyone who doesn't enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his sheep by name and leads them out when he's brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. It's exactly how it happened back then when the sheep were all mixed together in a yard and one shepherd would come and call his 40 or 50 sheep. They would know his voice and they would follow him. They wouldn't follow a stranger, just the real shepherd. So let me ask you, do you know Jesus' voice? Have you heard that sweet, quiet, powerful whisper in your heart? If not, be still, just... Just wait on him. He will speak. Absolutely he will. Take this whole communication thing, prayer thing, seriously, and you will be amazed at the victory that the Lord brings to pass in your life. Real victory. Make no mistake. The Word of God is alive with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free, and I'd love to send it to you. you can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word.